Guys, welcome back to another episode of Perla Meets the World. This is the bonus episode. It's three of us, myself, my friend Sammy, and my partner Alejandro. So at the beginning, we make a lot of jokes around episodes because Sammy happens to be the episode four of this season, and my partner is the episode one. So they were just like, you know, fighting back and forth about which one had more plays and why. So that's the banter that's going to go throughout the episode for you to, to know. And also we talked about so many things like starting with COVID. What does it mean to respect people, tolerant people, intolerant people? We moved to other topics like one night stands, sex with a partner or without a partner, and the online dating right now, um, how the world is going to go from now, the education in Australia and Chile and how we see the world and how we process things on our own way. It has been a very good dynamic between the three of us and a new thing that I included in this episode. I bleeped some swearing words, like it's only one word. I mean, Truth to be told, guys, I don't give a shit about people swearing in my podcast. It's my podcast and I want you guys, you know, my guests at least to be as uh, authentic and genuine as possible. But just for fun, this time I chose to bleep all the facts. It's a very funny sound. So I hope you find it at least interesting. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to Perla Meets the World, a podcast where they travel worlds. <laughs> Jesus. Is this recording? Episode one and episode four are both drinking beers and trying to eat something very chewy that yeah. Toffee, whatever he was explaining, I don't know what you were talking about, to be honest. Toffee? You're very far! No, 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 no I think we're okay. Uh, come closer, come can closer. He, can the microphone hear you though? Yeah, yeah, yeah he can uh, hear. I can see it. If you fart, it's gonna record it. <laughs> There's, There's three, three of us. us. So true. does it get a bit overwhelmed? <laughs> like, I don't Just know how this shit... I don't know how this shit Do you get overwhelmed, like... microphone? <laughs> don't be shy. <laughs> Can you introduce yourself, number four? Um, I am Samantha. Boom. Okay. <laughs> and I'm number four. Number one beat me, but I believe that it's because it was the first episode where if it was the other way around, I think I would have beat him. You just tell yourself you know, whatever you need. The first episode is always going to be a little bit more, more what? Episode one. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm episode one, one in the rankings, one in everywhere. So that's, It's because that's you're it. number one. Exactly. It's because he's sleeping with the boss. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, so that's, that's all I have to do is sleep with the boss? I can do that. No joking. That's oh, low. well, I feel, I feel so flattered right now. I'm like, so I can attract men and I can attract women equally. I'm so disappointed in both of you. Why? Because you won't let me have this win. Which win? The fact that I'm first place and number four cannot take it because, <laughs> because she hates losing. Kids, 
<laughs> she didn't share the podcast with her friends and family. You did, so obviously yeah. yours is so gonna have more plays. Some of the plays that she's got is because of me. I shared it. I spread the word. My episode. We started off with um, like sexual assault and um, serial killers because that's how you you met me for the first time, which kind of weirded me. They the just out. killed someone. It really weirded me the out. That's like the first memory that you have of me is that I like I really like like I'm intrigued by psychos and shit. I was like, oh okay, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> I just always read true crime and I watch a lot of documentaries on true crime uh, and also possibly because I was always like more fascinated with sexual assault as well but just in the sense of like wanting to help and I think because um, someone really close to me was sexually abused at a really really early age and I felt really hopeless because I couldn't help them yeah because I was only like 13 myself wow and so and I was a really innocent naive child so i had like no comprehension of what that even meant in so many ways yeah uh i think that's like where it came from where it stemmed mm. from a little bit for my honors i want to study like i, I want because you have to do research in your honors and i want to research the correlation between trauma and crime that's really cool you will find a lot of correlation and actually like statistical data that would support that theory i think that's interesting yeah no. i love it yeah no it's it's cool it's cool but yeah that's how we that's how we met and then we talked about um mental health and covid and the impact of covid and mental health uh and we talked about um my spiritual side and like my belief in uh past lives and life itself really it was just more about life are you done with your part of your yes go number one so go now and listen to her podcast uh, because it's really good like honestly seriously guys so now it's it's the funny part the boring part it's, it's already oh my over. god so, uh, are you gonna let me sp talk thank you <laughs> <laughs> one beer in and it's already banter <laughs> yeah, exactly. this is my damn podcast no no just um yeah i know <laughs> i have to deal with post-production so it's okay Okay, so my podcast was, uh, yeah, a bit different. It, it didn't tell you guys the story of how we met or anything like that. It's just how I see life from a backpacker point of view in my life, in my, yeah, 27, 28 years old. Um, I believe that language you speak actually shapes the way you speak, of course, and also um, shapes your personality a bit or the ability to express yourself. I feel so that, um, you know, when I'm talking in Spanish, I use different words that I could perfectly, you know, translate into English, but it's just not my personality in, in that language for, um, you know, as weird as it sounds. Um, also about traveling, what does it mean, like where you come from uh, in regards of traveling, like expectation from people, sometimes discrimination, uh, could be positive or negative. Um, but yeah, like being like, a stereotype you you get to see that of course in in a country that is you know it's it's white people it's true blue people kind of uh but not disrespectful or anything uh it's just australian caucasian people and caucasian people, people from south america we're not as caucasian <laughs> so, so you're very you white do, you do have uh, a white name though Alex. i do have a caucasian <laughs> name yeah. 
So my name is Alejandro, but you can call me if you're Caucasian. You have you a may white call name, Alex, as well. So <laughs> I I can answer to that name as well, and some other stuff. I really, guys, um, encourage you to check those out because number one and number four. Then you you will get me because number one is way better. But that's it's it's still okay. Oh, you were listening. Sorry. Yeah, Perla, back to you. <laughs> Jesus, oh my God, these kids nowadays. From my point of view as a host, I have to say that it's completely different, the dynamic from one episode to another. The first one, I have to say that we were flirting quite a lot. I am not going to high-five you because... No, no, just... just you want to say something? Yeah. I'm still talking. So, the first episode, we are flirting a lot. <laughs> There's some seagulls doing yoga. He was very distracted. I wanted to say that. Thank you. Seagulls. Did you say seagulls? Seagulls doing yoga. Bullshit. That's a, that's a thing. You yes. saw it. No. Damn. Anyway. and that's so fascinating. And it was just like a different conversation and dynamic from the one that I had with Sammy where I felt for the first time that it flew by itself. I didn't even have to edit anything. Whereas with you, I, yeah, I didn't edit it too much. I mean, I just cut a few bits about Lord of the Rings because I thought no one would be interested in that. But uh -huh. now I regret it because it was just the banter before we were just recording things. So we were not talking about anything at all other than, oh, look at those seagulls doing yeah. yoga. But we were not dating back then. We were like kind of getting to know each other. We were not like a couple. No, then. no, no. But did we? I don't know. Well, if you were flirting... I'm just going to say yes. If you were but... flirting, there's obviously there was still something going on there, guys. I love it, did we? I don't know. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Go on, sorry. Was it in November? Good question. Um, I think we, we did. Know. No, we were, you know, getting to know each other. Yeah, let's, we just, let's just put that label on it. We think differently, but we approach life the same, me and Ali. Okay. And that's why we can have like these sort of conversations. Okay, elaborate. What's the, the difference that you see? three of us can live in an apartment okay. together okay. and not get so... Uh, overwhelmed. Overwhelmed by the three of us yeah. in a small apartment together. From your point of view, how do you see us three? How would you describe yourself, Ali and myself? Okay. I think we all three of us lack our own space and to have that be in our own world at the same time we have time together and so that's why it works because we all both are very aware of that. Yeah. Um, I think that you like to almost, you know, you do a lot of journaling and you have to go for your walks and um, you need to be very present in your in your moments to be able to actually get through them where i think where this is where me and ali are a little bit similar is that we'll process it on our own and then once it's been got through then we'll talk about it mm. but we'll do that in our own way and it's different at each in each in each time do you yeah. think there's a good and like a right or wrong way to approach things I think uh, there's no there's no good, right, bad or wrong because everybody has to do that in their own way, and no one no one can really 
put that onto someone else. And I think for me personally, that's why I don't talk about things mm. when I am going through things because I don't like the noise. <laughs> I like it to be my decision and whatever I did, I came up with that. Mm. And then I can deal with the consequences better if there is consequences yeah. or if there's happy times because it's all on me and I didn't listen to that other person and it swayed my mind. Mm -hmm. Where when I have that happen... I get very frustrated by that because it wasn't true to me. So yeah. that's why I like to process on my own. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I totally agree with that because when it will come a point in your life where you have to make a decision, like whether it's not, you know, like uh, easy, uh, like on the contrary side, it's like very tough to make any decision, life decision, I mean. Um, and it will be, uh, at least I feel like I need to be sure I need to be certain, not about the outcome, but that I want to do it. The reason that I want to do it comes, you know, it's, it's hidden, you know, in myself. So I don't want to blame anybody that told me, oh, you told me this, you told me it was going to be, you know, like sunshine and rainbow when it's not. I just want that, if that happens, to be my fault, not anybody else's fault. Which could be, I don't know, selfish or maybe self-centered if you want to, but I'd rather have that approach than, you know, like talk to all of my friends and, oh, what do you think? What do you think? I feel like everyone has to be the captain of their own ship, you know, regardless the consequences. <laughs> I feel so. Mm -hmm. That actually helped me a lot, just saying that anyways. No, 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 I please agree, carry I on. I totally agree with, with, with Sammy. So basically, yeah. the key for a peaceful coexistence is respect. Mm. So if we take that to what's happening in the world right now, where does respect fall into place? Like vaccinations, COVID, I don't want to vaccinate, I mean, to get the vaccine, I do, oh, the government is trying to control me, I do respect you and I put my mask on, but others don't, um, what's going on? Well, it's very, it's very difficult, like, worldwide, because we don't know, we don't, I consider myself, I'll try to answer by saying this, I consider myself a unique person, but not in a way that I feel superior or below anybody. It's just I'm, I'm different and you need to accept that. I feel like that's part of knowing yourself. So with that, I feel like everyone's decision-making process will be different from what I can see, what, I, what they can see, their governments, their age, whatever, their socioeconomic you know, status. Uh, so for me, I'm just happy doing with what I believe. And if you ask me, I will tell you. Otherwise, I'm not going to be posting stuff like go get vaccinated or don't do it because it's a scam. Like it's, I don't know, like man-made virus or whatever. I'm like more reserved. That's so I'm not sure if I will do, you know, something that it's, you know, for the others to be like, oh, yeah, that's that's what I want to do. Because my answer will be probably not give an answer, be like more reserved in that regard. But I mean... Can you guys like watch one of your friends doing the wrong thing and not say anything just because you were never asked for your opinion? I oh, know that's different. Mm, is it though? For me, that's different because that's a friend or something, someone that I care about. I don't care about the people that I don't know. Yeah, but if, if you're not asked your opinion and they're doing something wrong. Oh no, well, it, it's, if it's my friend, I will, you know, try to intervene in a peaceful way, depending on the situation. Okay. Uh, and I do believe that people should get vaccinated, but it's not, I feel like it's not something that uh, we should put a lot of attention to right now because there's a lot of like yes and no, and, and you know, like from 
every side of the world. Like I just heard what you when you guys were talking that in Brazil apparently people had to put like different shots from the second and the first shot of vaccine. And I feel like that's crazy, but I don't know. Honestly, I'm not gonna criticize it because I don't know enough about it. Mm. Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, it's weird. It's very weird. Yeah, like I just think people are. I think it comes back to um, entitlement, and I think the world is so. Uh, they've gone to the next extreme in like choice and con and control and um freedom of speech and to the point where you actually don't have any of it anymore but like also well it doesn't exist anymore in the sense that okay so when i first came home from overseas the mm. first thing i noticed was the entitlement of people so they generally believe that just because they're alive they deserve to go from the bottom to the top And they don't have to go through any shit to get to the top because they're, they're alive. And that is crazy. And then so you put that into a society that is COVID. Yeah. And everybody has different beliefs and different things. And they actually don't have any opinions of themselves. They just have from what to conversations, from media, from reading. Yeah. And then so you put that entitlement and that like, idea that they deserve to go from here to here in this sort of world it just creates what it is now yeah yeah but i mean um i've listened to a few podcasts i've seen a few videos including russell brand and ali and i were, were talking about this the other day so what i find interesting is the hypocrisy in society like for example mm. why would you believe a protein bar when they say to you it's vegan and it has 10.8 grams of protein mm. you wouldn't go home and then just try and check whether the ingredients are correct but when it comes to your health or when it comes to something coming from your the government that's imposed as opposed that you go to the supermarket and, and you choose it yourself mm. and then you start questioning where it comes from and blah 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 like why would you trust a company that's making money but you wouldn't trust the government that's trying to, I mean, selfishly, is trying to keep people alive so that they keep, you know, paying taxes, you know, mm -hmm. if anything. So so for me personally, like, I've been vaccinated. I've had the two shots. And, the and I'm very proud even, of you. But I didn't even, like, think about it because of the job I'm in. It was just, like, I work in aged care. I'm in an environment that so I didn't even think about the consequences or the symptoms or like what happened because at the end of the day every vaccine has a, had a trial period like something like this has happened every hundred years what's different now is that the world is more accessible you have a lot more media and so it is blown it up and it's become more global and it's going to last for longer because we're so interconnected right now yeah where a yeah, hundred sure. years ago or 50 years ago it wasn't so connected so it only it only affected a portion of the world yeah. but it still took years to get through so now you've got the whole world mm -hmm. and this and this connection and the media like when there's when there's a vaccine that first happens because it's not covid we don't hear about the blood clots 
or, or the bad symptoms in the trial period because it's, no one cares because no one even knows it exists. But because it's COVID, it's all over the news. Yeah. But that happens with every vaccine. Yeah. Because they have to have a trial on error period. They have to have guinea pigs. Yeah. It's just that we don't know about it because it's not on the media. Yeah, but why would the media expose the vaccines in that way? Like, why would they share that information about blood clots and just create more fear around vaccines, for example? Where's the point? Okay, so I, What's I, the point? I, the, I have a bit of a weird relationship when it comes to media and news because I don't watch the news. I don't like it. I think it's propaganda. Yeah, me so, too. So, like, yeah. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't watch it at all because it only puts there what they want. It is a way of manipulating society yeah. yeah, because it only puts in the things that they want you to see. It's never the full story, but then every single person watching that one media is going to encode that differently as well. Yeah. And so it's never going to be a full truth. It's only going to be that person's truth. That's actually watching it. Yeah. And mm -hmm. that could be individually different. Yeah. Yeah. But the, really they are trying to, it's a form of manipulation. Because it's never actually what it is when you're when you're in the country or when you're in the actual full experience, that compared to when you hear about it, where you're where you're watching it or whatever. I don't think they're like so naive to believe that people our age would buy into these things but because of most they of do. yeah most of it of the people who watch the news are old people. I don't know. I don't know. I just think that. But you could be the strongest mind in the world. But the human mind is a human mind. And so if you have a person who knows how to manipulate the human mind, yeah. you could be fully aware that they're doing it, but you will still be manipulated because it's the mind. But what do you guys think about COVID then? Like, do you think this is a conspiracy? Do you think governments are actually using this as an excuse to take over control, move towards a dictatorship and take away our freedom? Because if you look back at other diseases, Um, I'm not sure what's the death rate for this one, but compared to the entire population of each country, the death rates from COVID mm. are quite low. So why are we all freaking out and making this such a big deal and also like re repressing our freedom to go out, repressing our freedom to attend to places, to do things, even to, to our own body's health, like just making us get vaccines. By the way, we're talking, I mean, we, we already got our first first shot. So yeah. it's not that we're like yeah. negationists. We do believe in health. We do believe in, you know, society and what the system says and all that. But I can also see through this, like, is it correct what the governments are doing? Yeah, I, I feel like it's like the second movie of, of Batman, like the one with the Joker. Ooh, so when, yeah. So when he's explaining to Harvey Dent, Uh, in, in the hospital bed um, why people go crazy so even if now we got like dictatorships or, or you know like very I don't know aggressive politics or whatever in, in regards of like society control which by the way I think yeah the media is just you know propaganda Trump for example <laughs> uh, <Dickhead>. so, hallelujah <laughs> smart but dickhead exactly. oh, genius yes he's, genius. he's a genius um, unfortunately Yeah, no, I, I really think so. Um, so when you think about society, even uh. even if the plan if the plan is like really horrible, no one will freak out because we're so interconnected and we're so like susceptible. I don't know, like easy to catch like all the fake news because the fake news will go viral and then someone will step up and like, oh, this is actually the, the opposite. 
if you get the vaccine, you will actually probably will be better as, as a humanity. So there's no real way, but I really hope I'm not, uh, I mean, this is not true. I really hope that what I'm about to say is not true, but if you like made up a, a pandemic or a virus, uh, first of all, that affects like people's expectations and fear. So, it, you know, like that affects markets and, you know, the US dollar, all the currencies around the world. So that's expectations. And that's a really huge part of like behavioral finance. And since that, you know, like it's politicians pockets, you know, like on the line, we're going to have to do something different. So now with the pandemic could be fake news, could be something they don't made up. And what happens is like, if it was, it's, it's perfect because like, no one, no one knows what's gonna happen, and that, and that makes everyone loses their mind. You know, that's that's that, going back to the the Joker analogy. So even then, if you say that you're gonna design something, or people will die, or like the twin towers, or whatever, it's terrible. But when you create something that messes with your mind, it's even worse. You know, because terrorism, like ISIS or Al Qaeda or whatever, like in people from South America or in Australia, you don't give a crap about that nothing's gonna happen to you. Like maybe Americans are making it bigger than it is, or maybe it's not. Like, please don't take that, you know, with a grain of salt, don't take it like the wrong way. So I feel like that when someone messes with people's mind, with society's minds, and also when there's like a lot of finance and, and money on the line and geopolitical kind of stuff. So China against, against the China. US. Exactly. China yeah. against the US or whatever. Russia. Like people that live in small countries like um, Chile or Australia. Uh, I don't know about Spain. Spain, I think it's way bigger than population. So, but Australia and Chile are roughly the same, like 20-ish million. Mm. We don't get a say in this geopolitical, you know, like big stages. We, we're just like, okay, we're just going to go with whatever vaccine you want. We're just going to do, yeah, that's okay. You know, we, we just like have to deal with it and accept it. Otherwise nukes you know so mm -hmm. yeah no, that's not ridiculous but that's how i feel it, it is and i do feel by the way that it's real yeah and yeah for me it's different i got a really good friend that is a doctor and he's like man you have no idea like people that say things about the vaccines they have to read this and that and they'll you know read it yourself and then you tell me about it mm -hmm. um just like penicillin and vaccines and some other discoveries like that's been like the top three or two discoveries in medicine and, you know, like there's been thousands of years of medicine, not just since Christ was born, since Jesus yeah. was born, but, you know, like years and years, even the aboriginals in Australia, 60,000 yes. years ago, they have their own medicine. I just find like very hypocritical that just because the, this virus is killing white people, suddenly it, it goes in the news. Personally, I have... I don't have a formed opinion because I have no idea. I don't have the information to just make my mind and say this is bullshit. But I do notice things that don't make sense to me. Like, for example, it all started with a two-week lockdown. Now we're going into a vaccine passport that's going to limit you, you know, the access to certain things and areas and parts of your own city. So basically, you are discriminating people by a choice that affects their health. And you have control over your body, but now apparently you won't have control over the space around you and the things that you can do. Yeah, yeah, but I think also like people aren't educated. Are or are not? They are not educated. Are. Oh yeah, and they vote. And, and they have such <laughs> strong 
opinions yeah and they post it on their social media yeah or they scream and shout about it but they actually have not a single clue what they're even saying and yet they're influencing hundreds of people with something that they don't even understand themselves because they're not educated and that's the scary part yeah about this is that because i like none of us are really educated when it comes to this because we don't know anything about it yeah yet we all we all they like i will never forget i will never forget i i was scrolling through my instagram and there was this post from this girl and i actually unfollowed her after and i don't do that shit i don't give shit about social media but i was like what the f are you saying like this is scary so she goes on a rant about how nurses shouldn't be vaccinated and they should have their own choice of being vaccinated and this is insane oh because they have worked for many many years to be in the healthcare system and now they don't have a choice and i'm like do you even understand what you are saying but yet she is putting this out into the world yeah and having no clue what she is doing and without any education like yeah. i work in the healthcare sector if that nurse wasn't vaccinated and then gave COVID to hundreds of people because they were in a hospital, how would they feel? All the healthcare system people want to get vaccinated because they care about their client or patient. Yeah. And this is what she's saying. She doesn't even work. She's not, not even close to being a nurse. Yeah. And you think you have, you have a right to put a post like that on to show hundreds of people? I feel like it's just part of our society of intolerant people asking for tolerance in every way, in every level, even, you know, you're, you're resting face. So that's what happens. Not, not because you have access to the internet or not because you have an opinion, not because you have, you can have a, you can be a doctor and still be an asshole. You, you can have a master's degree and still be an, an imbecile. You, you can be many ways, many bad words for, you know, Referring to CI or whatever, like IQ, sorry. I just did a bad translation. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna cut that part. No. Sorry. Let's put a beep. Exactly. It will be really cool when you do it. Um, no, it's true. Yeah, no, yeah. because you have the yeah, internet, like, the, nobody cares. That's why I feel like, like, really, like, how do you say, like famous people or popular people, like, I don't know, like Instagrammers or something. Like when you meet someone and I don't know, like I met, a, I met this girl or whatever, and she's like, oh yeah, I'm an Instagrammer. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm a pilot in, in Rocket League, you know, like I play, it's, it's nonsense. Or I'm a soldier in Call of Duty or something like, like a video game of shooting. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. You cannot have, have your life like that. You're just like something made out of, for, I don't know, marketing or publicity because you are giving them, you know, likes, you know, they'll give you bikinis. Yeah, you just put your bikinis on, but don't, don't f tell me whether if I have to get the vaccine or not because it's not your specialty. Mm. Maybe the bikinis, right or what? Yeah, I don't care, you know? Yes. But uh, that's just a silly example, you know? But um, that, that's, that's why I feel like a lot of people feel like entitled to, to give an opinion mm. when nobody asks and nobody cares. It's just like so many tweets, so many stories on Instagram, like what's your actual goal like for the government to come to your house with helicopters and shit like oh we need you in the pentagon and yeah just put that example in your country
I, f I feel like ever since I started traveling, I'm posting less and less. I do it because, yeah, I want my family and loved ones back home to know where I'm doing, what I'm up to, who I'm with or something. Uh, but other than that, I'm not going to put like, yeah, so, so, here and there some posts, but I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be that guy like, oh yeah, I have to unfollow this guy because he's telling shit. But I mean, I mean, you live in a world that you receive an impact of information every day that's oh, yeah. incredibly high. Heaps. So basically, even though we don't believe in like freedom of speech, we talked about that in our podcast in episode four, guys. Episode four. Just go episode back. Four. Not yes. episode one. Watch episode four. Don't, 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 <laughs> don't, don't watch it. L listen to it because it's not a video. Okay. We talked about that. Like There's an illusion around freedom of speech, but... Who, those who actually think that they're like you know freeing themselves and you know expressing themselves by sharing their opinion if they do so they also give a glimpse of what the world is at at the moment so if we don't engage with that which is absolutely fine it also gives them the power to keep posting shit and controlling people because no one is actually telling them hey you're talking shit please stop because there's people who are gullible. There's like kids and, and teenagers who don't really know and they cannot tell from a lie and a fake news. You're influencing people that are vulnerable right now. So I think us as people with brains, it's not that it's our duty, but I do think that if you see something that's bullshit and that can affect and impact people, you should say something because you also have the right to freedom of speech, whatever that means. It's not that you have to go into every single fight and post and just... Yeah. But, like, turning your head away is not helping either. Mm. If anything, you're just, like, turning your back to a problem that is not going to solve anytime soon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But can I just say, in yes. my wise age of 28 <laughs> right oh my god so yeah. wise i still forgot that i'm surrounded by kids here guys anyway in my wise age of 28 yeah um i have learned uh that silence is the the most powerful form of change because you just start doing people don't listen to people who get up and scream and shout and yell. They just go, oh, that person's screaming, shouting, yelling, we're going to listen to them. They don't know what they're talking about. Let's ignore them and move on. But if you actually just be silent and just continue to do and show through action, change can happen. But your voice is like the weakest part of change. Yeah, no, but that's what I mean. Yeah. Even if you don't reply with words but you do with actions, you're still kind of fighting against bullshit. Oh, that's okay, my problem yeah, because okay, you're doing yeah. something about it instead of saying like, you know what? That's not my problem. Move on with my life. I yeah. wanna make, I'm going to do as if I never saw that post. That's what I mean. If we don't do anything about it in yeah. any way or the way, you know, whether it's like doing something, whether it's saying something, I don't know, whatever yeah. action is more comfortable, nothing is going to change. Mm. What would be important for you? Just give me an example that would be like a deal breaker when it comes to friendship. Does the ocean have a bottom? <laughs> That's of course a deal. it has to do with the ocean though. That's exactly, I'm a Pisces. Yeah. Huh? That's Duh. like your... 
my happy place is the ocean. I'm just so sensitive, I can barely. Like oh the tides and swells, fuck me. What sign are you, Sammy? I'm, I'm Leo. Leo, and you're a Pisces. Yeah, so someone that, tell, that will judge me based on my zodiac sign yeah. relative to arbitrary constellations, yes, that's someone that is, yeah, this conversation is not worth having. Like if you have a date on Tinder or something, and the first thing she asks, like, oh, what's your zodiac sign? I'm like, mm-hmm. I'll be right back, and I'm just... <laughs> I will just leave and say. But why? Words. What about respecting other people's values? Maybe the girl is, is a great person. Time. I don't have time to, to for someone that presents herself or himself. That's your first card. Like first come on, first impressions are important. Yes. It's not that you have to be like the Duchess Fantessant or whatever. No, you don't have to be that, but you certainly need to have some pride on yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. But I, I agree <laughs> I agree with I agree with Ali though. I agree with Ali because why does being respectful to why do you have to be respectful to everyone? Why do you have to why do you have to be liked by everyone? Why yeah. do you have to agree with everyone? Like like and this is what this society is now. But it is the most unrealistic expectation that has ever been. So why do we have to be nice and friendly to everyone? Because that's not real. Yeah, but I think the nice and polite and all that comes from an inner place of peace so if you're okay and if you're balanced then you don't get anything affect you and therefore your behavior what you're going to project is going to be peaceful as well i agree so i don't i don't want people who pretend to be okay and they smile at you in your face and then they just stab your back I don't like that. I'd rather have someone saying, Perla, you're being an asshole. And I'm like, oh, sorry, I apologize at once. You know so, what I mean? But that's what I mean by like, so some people saying, Perla, you're an asshole. Yeah. That isn't being nice. But true. to you, that's being true. So yeah. why do you have to be nice to everyone? And why do you have to be friendly and respectful? Because everybody has different levels of that. But it doesn't, like, that is not real. No, it's actually true because... We're creating a generation that cannot cope with Nothing. criticism exactly. or anything. And exactly. even, even good, like, constructive feedback based on something that you don't like about the other. Yes. We're creating these generations that cannot stand, me, inclu- me included, when I'm on those days of the month, haha, wink. And because I'm Libra, haha, wink, double wink. I'm very sensitive. And so if the criticism... Me too, I feel you. Yeah. I'm a I'm a I am asparagus. <laughs> I am an oh, whoopsies. <laughs> but sometimes it's hard for me to take the truth, but I always rather have the truth and then I can deal with it than not have it and yeah. and live a life based on a lie. Yeah, because you know? you know what I kind of find like I like my ears and eyes thinged when you talked about tolerant and intolerant because I'm actually right now learning that I need to be more tolerant towards what towards people who are not real so I can't I can't handle like when someone says to me oh I'm just putting all the love into the world oh you know just love and I don't want to talk about real things and I just am like what the does that even mean? And then their parents are loaded. Yeah. What the f- does that even mean? Ooh. Like that is like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But I need to be more tolerant of that. I 
I see it though as what I want to become and for me to be the better version of myself okay. is not being respected by everyone or like what I just said, but by having tolerance in the fact that I don't go, what the f*** does that even mean? Like, I, I don't have to say that. I can just be quiet. And that's what I'm learning right now. Okay. I, I like to bear to Ali, but Ali's got a very amazing brain <laughs> and he, when he talks he says very relevant things so and people get surprised still yeah up to this point yeah oh yeah, yeah you should listen to me in spanish it's <laughs> fuck yeah wait really? i actually wish that i could speak really? spanish just to have a conversation with you in spanish because because you know how you you said what your podcast is about in number one yeah so i have done a bit of research on that and I've actually done assignments on personality and language and how it forms perspective and oh, really? values and how you see the world. And it's very, very real. And yes. you do go between personalities and different way of thinking yeah. with what language you're speaking. So I would be Amazing. very intrigued <laughs> yeah, by uh, if I could speak Spanish. Yeah. yeah. Because there's, yeah, there's some limitations in, in English. I, I don't have to translate or anything, but I believe that, yeah, my, you know, my monong is Spanish, even though it's not the same as yours, but it's still Spanish and we get along. So it's not that different. Um, but yes, I believe everyone mm -hmm. should be able to debate or discuss ideas in, in their own language. I feel like that will make a difference. Like, uh, I don't know where or how, but it will make a difference. Like I say, like, I think we think very differently, but we approach life very similar. And so I'm intrigued that if in Spanish, there would be differences towards that. Um, uh, for example? I can probably be more convincing, way more than in English. Yeah. Um, and if you let me talk, I'm not a person that like talks a lot, but when I have something to say, when I finish what I'm saying, you're probably going to question everything I said but in a way that you're going to question within yourself. If it's something, yeah. you know, that I'm comfortable with, that I know about, and then I know how to express in the right time, moment, whatever. Mm -hmm. And because I don't like to have like shallow conversations, it doesn't, doesn't mean that every time I have a conversation it needs to be like a fucking scientific paper or whatever, a king's speech or whatever. It doesn't have to be like that. But I enjoy those because I believe that the silence, like you said before, it's, it's, for me, it's an answer. Like mm. in a musical point of view, I really appreciate and love music. Um, Silence—it's a part of of it. It gives you tension. Uh, an awkward silence—it's something really bad to happen in a first date. Uh, or bad to have, sorry. Um, so I believe that when you say something, it's it has to be worth saying. Otherwise, be silent. Whatever you say has to be better than silence. Yeah. Well, silence is so powerful. Like, so for example, when you're, uh, when you're counseling someone, mm. silence is your most powerful tool. So you actually, you have to wellish in the awkward silence because that's when they'll actually start talking. That's because if you, if you just practice it, when you're having a conversation with someone, if you put silence between the two of you, they will start talking. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, because, but because it allows them to stop and think too and actually process their thoughts a lot more. 
but because people are jumping, like for example, with this three-way conversation, like I think of things as you two are talking and then by the time you finished, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. And vice versa. And so the conversation would be different if that didn't happen. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah. Like, a, like a continuous feedback on thoughts and ideas and and something very curious about that is that you're never going to be as eloquent, no matter the language, you're never going to be more eloquent or faster than the voice in your mind, than the speed of thought, because you can be very fast talking like, I don't know, Eminem, if you are, if you're rapping something, mm. or whatever mediocre rappers are there nowadays. Um, but you're never going to be as accurate and as fast as your mind. That's mm. also something that you need to be rebuilding every time, rerouting in Google Maps when you make the wrong turn. The same thing, but like continuously. That's also mm. really cool. <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, an Instagram person who has to show their body and... Um, have all the likes and all that they are the most insecure people in the world yeah because they have to have validation, validation. Yeah. yeah from other people yeah but people who actually have that within themselves do not need to do that because they don't give a shit what other people think of them they already have that confidence within themselves but the more selfies and more naked pics or whatever the f people do the more they do of the least in the more insecure those people are and that's what's really sad. Yeah. yeah? That's yeah. what's sad. And so you put that to a hippie and it's the same situation. Okay. A yeah. real hippie is all in here. It's all about self-growth and reflection and internal internalizing being a bit like on an actual self-journey. But you don't have to say it out loud to the world. You're just doing it yourself. I think we all three might be hippies here. I am a hippie. I mean, I don't like, particularly, I don't like shoes that much. Only showers. Yeah, I cannot see, live without showers. <laughs> That's the only, only thing. <laughs> yes. yes. But really, honestly, like, I consider myself a hippie. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. But I don't, um, I don't label myself as a hippie. Why not? Because what, what's a label? What, what, why does it matter? Oh, my who God. Cares? That's a big one again. Mm. Like, what's a label? Who, who cares about it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, everyone cares about it. Like, just go on Instagram. Yeah. There's a section only for tags yeah. and labels. We are social creatures. We need each other. We need community. And we need validation from our loved ones, I think. Even though we have to be sure about our own worth, we mm. still crave for some connection around us. Yeah, but the people who have their own worth, they do that privately okay. with the ones that they love the most. They don't need it from people they don't know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They do that with the people that are the closest to them. Yeah. Not by strangers. I just wanted to look up a phrase, so I, I, I'm sure that I'll mess it up. But it's it's something that I believe and I feel like it applies here. So it, it goes. There is nothing outside your of yourself that can ever enab enable you to go... Um, I think I just messed it up. <laughs> Post-production! Post-production! <laughs> The okay. table is the rolling. Table is rolling. Okay, so I found this. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> Take two. Say it again. <laughs> Here it goes. Hopefully. Alejandro, get this right. There is nothing outside of yourself 
that can ever enable you to get better, stronger, richer, quicker or smarter. Everything is within. Everything exists. Seek nothing outside of yourself. Mm. 100%. Who said that? Come on. Yeah. Justin Bieber. That, is, that was very... Like, Miyamoto opt. Musashi. Of course, a Japanese. That was very opt in that yeah. situation. Yes, I actually agree and with that. I, I totally agree with that. Yeah, and yeah. also, whatever you're not changing, you're choosing. Yeah. That's my one, for yeah. example, when it comes to getting yeah. some motivation to move my ass. Mm, I don't know. It's just not... I don't know. Because even, even when like I have a one-night stand, I still like to have a connection, you know? Mm. I still like it to be organic. And, and you have a conversation and you meet in an organic way and you have that connection where internet dating is just the complete opposite. There's already and expectations. So, and yeah. it's so yeah. like, it's so sleazy. Like mystery is sexy. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to know that you're a freak in the sheets until I get you in bed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want you to be a fucking normal human being yeah. and a shy human being or whatever it is out there yeah. and then so unpredictable in yeah. the bedroom like that to me is sexy where internet yeah. dating there's none of that no you can see already they're the, the dick in there they just go you know what I mean it's, it's or not the or the tits it's not attractive no it's not attractive yeah what's the, what's the experience from a man's point of view do you feel that you have a pressure for example in Chile of paying the bill for example or what is expected of you if you go on online dating or how what how do you feel i feel like it's at least for me it's case to case so it's it's different with everyone case to case yeah. <laughs> you have you have different clients <laughs> it's different you uh, guys are so pisces and leo no no, no but but uh, unbelievable I'm, I'm serious like if you have to force every conversation if you have to ask her out like three times and she finally said yes after three weeks it's like mm. it's like you're probably play, paying something. Whereas if 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 you say something and she replies like straight straight away or I don't know like takes a lot of time or she always talks to you back or asks you three things and you just reply to one and she keeps asking shit, it's like there's one thing like who who desires it the most? Who is you know like there's like a little like subconscious fight of who wants. Who has Ooh, the control? Yeah, and mm. more. Yeah, yeah. who has the power? So, so that's, I feel like it's it's about that. And also, uh, if she does not look like the pictures. Mm. Because if she does not look like the pictures, we're just going to go... I'm just going to go to my car back again and just drive away. But I could go for a cup of coffee, technically, and I don't mind paying that. It's not going to be like a lobster dinner, you know? I'm not going to know the f*** that shit. I'm not paying for no. that. No. Like, if you want to be treated, like, equally, we're paying equally. Or I invite you once and then you invite me another time if it, if it comes to that. But there's also like gambling. So maybe I'll invite you this time because I'm really, you know, like looking into, you know, meeting you and, you know, go again some other time. And maybe you'll pick that up. <laughs> the hook. Yeah, exactly. And then you'll be like, yeah, hey, let's, oh, do, let's do this again. Hang I, on. I have to, to invite you next time, you know? That's oh. something like I wouldn't go to a date with someone knowing that if I pay, I will have sex, you know, I, I just, why not? I'm, I'm not just, like I'm that. curious. No, no, because, because... because not all men are like you, the ones you met so far, you know? All but, right. I want to know more so that people know that yeah. there's other types of men out there. Please elaborate. I, I, I don't care. I mean, I'm not going to pay lobster to have sex. Okay. I'd rather just like eat the lobster myself and then masturbate. You know? <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not gonna fucking. Oh, that is so good. It is. Like... But to be fair though, <laughs> masturbation is better than having sex with the wrong person in so many ways. Oh, it is. I've been, you I've, know? been I've been yeah. touching this like for 28 years, so I know myself better than anybody. Oh, yeah. And you, 100%. you should know yourself better than anybody else 100%. as well. No, I agree. I agree. Exactly. I honestly agree. You do though. But I feel like it's it's like that, at least for me. But I do have friends that the main objective, the mission is like, yeah, just get this girl drunk, let's go dancing, and then like, oh, let's just go to my apartment or my car or whatever. Do you know that but, that's so, awful? But, so, yeah, but it sex, is. Isn't, From sex your... isn't good. Like, the sex is not good when it's like that. But like, you're better off masturbating. I totally agree. I, and how much consent, that, how much consent does like the, the, does the woman like has have in that situation as well? If you want just to get her drunk and then rape her no no but but there's this girl that actually just ah oh, yeah just gonna let him pay dinner and then get me drunk then i'm just gonna have sex with him i guess that there, there's this kind of like there's who everything. who are these women there's oh there's several where just, like, what's just, the what's the purpose just having sex for the sake of it to say oh i i got late well for yeah. some for some women though they just have sex because that's how then they feel like they, they they're actually, loved no you're they're loved wanted. exactly or they're wanted they're or they're wanted. important so Shit. it's not actually about the fact that they like that they're they're sluts or they're t- yeah. whatever you want to call them yeah it's yeah. again validation from external internal, resources yes. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's you know what i mean more and more these days men have more and more emotion because men have always had emotion. They just have never been able to talk about it. Yeah. And so they act all manly and, and like... Hoo-ha. They can't talk. And that's why there's more suicide in men than female. Because they don't actually talk about their emotion. Mm. Where females talk about their emotion. All the time. It's always been there. But just now, it's getting more and more talked about. So that's why we, we go... We have this persona of men just fuck and they don't have emotion. That yeah. is a total lie. Yeah, it is. Yes, or if you have emotions, you're gay. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? It's a total lie. That's true. But I can also see that happening, like, just agreeing to, you know, like, sex just for the sake of doing it. Because of also, like, social status and when you're in high school or college, like, having or at least telling your friends or, you know, female friends or, or male friends that you got laid very often, it means that you're worth it and that you're evolutionary status says like i'm healthy i uh yeah everyone wants to have sex with me so that's okay that's also like a disease thinking that everyone likes you as well yeah or desiring the like from everyone that's also like <laughs> another disease but that's what i'm saying it also gives you like yeah like uh, yeah there, there goes this guy like every time he he goes out with a girl he's just gonna get laid so or something mm. like that the, i met people like that or Girls like that as well. Well, it does it does mm. make sense because back in the day, in the prehistorical times, the guy who would get laid the most was the guy who would pass their genetics. So now, yeah. a guy who sleeps with a lot of women is seen as you're awesome, whereas women who sleep with a lot of men, they're seen as whores because that's not the function of a woman. The function of a woman is to wait for the right man and then the the yeah. the biggest alpha, then get impregnated by their genetics and get the baby nine months, stay calm, blah, 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 and take care of the next generations from the alpha male. There's studies on what attracts a man and what attracts a woman, mm-hmm. a woman, and men are men 
want their babies to be attractive. Mm-hmm. And so they're attracted to what they think is physically attractive. Yeah. And women are programmed to want security mm-hmm. and to be, and to be looked after in the sense of not having to worry. And so they're attracted to older men and men who have stability mm. and can offer them security. Yeah. So that is why for many, many years, it's been an older man and a younger woman. Yeah. Because men go for the attractiveness and women go for the security. And that is like, that's, that's a statistically proven thing. Oh no. Yeah. That was me four years ago. You know what I mean? Like that is statistically proven and that is through evolution. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. There's a sense of security in older men because you have the feeling that they're not going to play games. Yes. You know, and they have, as you say, stability, they have a job. They have money, so you can have an adult relationship as opposed to, you know, your boyfriend's, you know, still um, living in your mom's house, in their mom's house, sorry. Mm. So it's just a completely different relationship dynamic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. things that you can do together and where to go and I don't know. It's but completely different. What's changing it now is that men are being able to actually express who they truly are yeah. a lot more than they ever have. Guys, I've been sitting here for an hour and 42 minutes. We should do something about this. It's been great. <laughs> and um, that's gone really fast. I know. Time flies where you're enjoying with mm. like-minded people. So do you guys want to say something else? Uh, oh my God, so much pressure. pressure. Gorillas, gorillas are so dangerous. <laughs> the gorillas. You wouldn't believe how Is dangerous. Is that a gorilla in the sky? Yeah, you wouldn't believe how dangerous they are. Are you laughing like you can't breathe? <laughs> oh my god, I almost died that yeah. night. Exactly. God. Guys, thanks for listening. Uh, this is the end of the podcast. This podcast has been produced by me, Perla. Recorded by me, Perla, and my entire team of professionals behind the scenes, which are me, Perla. <laughs> so click like, like, subscribe, share, comment, uh, send me suggestions on, on Instagram, Perla Meets the World. Uh, let me know if you have any questions, if you have any su- suggestions for future podcasts. And please do share your love. Um, it does help me to keep doing this like you know in between my four jobs and yeah if it if it's helping you if it's entertaining you if you find it funny or i don't know insightful helpful please do let me know and i'll see you next time mm-hmm.